Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. A couple things. Johnny Manziel now playing in a league where I believe the fans call the plays. And to, and to Key's point, Joe Jermaine, Craig Krenzel, Bobby Hoying, Justin Zwick. We had some uh, bad white quarterbacks there, too, at Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State. <laughs> Ain't just all the brothers now, Big Marcus. <laughs> has some Kirk Herbstreet to the world at Ohio State. He did you know. play there in the early 90s, our lead college football analyst. He was on the show earlier this week. It is time for the KJZ Mock Draft. A reminder, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, Alan Hahn in the house. Jay will be back on Monday. Alan, of course, from Barton Hahn, weekdays, noon Eastern, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. That includes the NFL Draft contributor, Matt Miller, who joins us. And he is a part of the KJZ Mock Draft, as, of course, is Keyshawn Johnson, Alan, and our array of experts. Today, it's teams 13 through 16. It's simple. We got an expert from every team that follows the team. We asked them, here's your pick. What are you going to do? And let's roll. The KJZ Mock Draft brought to you by Mortal Kombat, Seed in Theaters, and on HBO Max, now playing Rated R. And before we get every pick, we get a chime. (sighs) Ah, yes. Take a deep breath and get ready to hear that a ton when you're listening to the draft on ESPN Radio with Kevin Nagandi and L. Duncan next Thursday, watching it with Mike Greenberg on ESPN television. Today, it's the Chargers, the Vikings, the Patriots, and the Cardinals. 13 through 16, Travis Rogers, ESPN 710 in L.A., Key's old teammate, to start it off with the Bolts. All right, with the 13th pick in the KJZ NFL mock draft, the Los Angeles Chargers select from Virginia Tech offensive lineman Christian Derrissaw. I think this is a great pick for the Chargers. When you think about Derrissaw, a big, strong offensive lineman, something that the Chargers desperately need. They need a guy to protect Justin Herbert. When you talk about these young quarterbacks, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's the New York Jets in selecting Zach Wilson, or whether it's Danny Dimes and the New York Giants, all these guys need offensive line help because if they're not throwing the ball upright, how can they help you on their back? Mm-hmm. So I think this is a safe pick. It's a great pick for them, especially where they're at. Yeah, Keyshawn, I, they need offensive tackle, man. Panay Sewell's off the board. Rashawn Slater's off the board. I think this is way too early for Christian Derrissaw, who a lot of teams think he's a right tackle in the NFL, honestly. I would have looked at the cornerback position. J.C. Horn is still on the board. Brandon Staley coming in as a head coach. You have to find your version of Jalen Ramsey. Someone who could go out there every week and try to cover the Keyshawn Johnsons of the NFL. This is a very deep offensive tackle group. It's not a very deep corner group. I would have gone corner here and then looked at an offensive tackle in round two. All right. Next up, the NFC North. It's the Minnesota Vikings. Here's Vikings reporter for ESPN, Courtney Cronin. With the 14th pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the Minnesota Vikings select Jalen Phillips, edge rusher, Miami. This is a good pick. It's Coach Zimmer. He loves defensive players. The last several drafts, they tried to address the defense in the secondary. They went after Jefferson a year ago, the receiver out of LSU. But when you look about Jalen Phillips, a guy who transferred from UCLA, in fact, he retired for a short stint and decided that he was going to come back and play a little football for the University of Miami, five-star prospect out of Southern California. But here's the key to that. What's the red flags on him? He has a few red flags, so I don't know if he's going to slide in this spot or slide past this spot, but this is a good pickup for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I like this one. I'm not going to argue with this, Akisha. This is what they need. They missed on Yannick Gakwe. We don't know if Daniel Hunter is going to be there much longer. He's unhappy with his contract. Jalen Phillips is 
pass rusher in this class. As you mentioned, the concussion issues at UCLA, but he played every game for Miami last year. So I think some of those concerns are maybe not as serious as they would have been a year ago had he entered last year's draft. Excellent job with Courtney Cronin with the dramatic pause before unveiling the pick. We move on. All right, here. It's time for the Pats. And for once, for the first time in months, Mike Reese not standing with a pair of gloves outside of one Patriot place, live, local, and late-breaking. This on tape. With the 15th pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the New England Patriots select... Cornerback J.C. Horn, South Carolina. I think it's a good pickup for them. You know, when you think about Bill Belichick, a lot of people want him to take a quarterback, move up or stay here to let somebody fall to him. He's not going to do that. What he's looking for is somebody with pedigree, NFL pedigree. And J.C. Horn's dad played in the National Football League, and we all know what Bill Belichick feels about NFL pedigree and guys that have played, bloodlines, things of that nature. So I think defensive-minded side of the ball for them. They love to stack pile cornerbacks. This is a good pickup for them, not a quarterback. Yeah, this is a great pickup for them. The top five quarterbacks are off the board. You have to remember, Stephon Gilmore, how much longer is he going to be a New England Patriot? They've tried to trade him for a year. J.C. Horn can be the next Stephon Gilmore. Very similar in terms of body type, how physical he is in coverage. My goodness, he is by far the most physical corner. Yeah, he's a little handsy at times, but I think in man coverage, he is going to lock down one side of the field. He showed ball skills this past year before opting out. I'm a big J.C. Horn fan. This would be a great pick for New England. J.C. Horn, the son of the great wide receiver Joe Horn, so he's got the good genes going. Just a reminder, we're about to be done with today's portion of the KJZ Mock Draft. Any questions for draft contributor Matt Miller, who you're hearing here with Keyshawn, give us a call, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll do the last pick, the chime. The pick apparently is in. i got to get my cue card. (laughs) The pick is in. The pick is in. Again, 888-ESPN for Matt Miller. Any draft questions, as soon as we're done here with the Cardinals, he'll take them rapid fire. Get on the line. And with the Cardinals selection, it's John Gambadoro, known throughout the Valley of the Sun as Gambo from Arizona Sports 98.7. With the 16th pick in the 2021 KJZ mock draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Elijah Vera Tucker, Guard USC. I think this is a great pickup for them. Again, here's another young quarterback that needs offensive line help. If you look at Kyler Murray, he was banged up a lot last year. They harassed him all over the field. Yes, they can go offensive skill position because this is what Cliff Kingsbury like. He likes to stockpile skill position players at the wide receiver position in particular. But the offensive line is important if you want to continue to develop a young quarterback in this offense. And I think Tucker is a great position at guard. He's a punch guy, played tackle at times at USC. But you can move him into the guard position, and he'll flourish right in Arizona. We knew you were going to like that USC pick. You had to, right? No, I love Elijah Vera Tucker as well. And this is you're right about this. They need to prioritize protecting Kyler Murray, who is a smaller quarterback who did get beat up last year. DJ Humphreys has improved a lot at left tackle, but they need more. Elijah Vera Tucker could come in. As you said, I think he's an all-pro candidate at guard. He's so athletic. We saw last year, they're like, hey, we need you to play left tackle. He was the best left tackle in the Pac-12 with no notice that he was going to be playing in that position. So I think the sky is the limit in terms of his potential. Yes, we know Cliff Kingsbury wants more wide receivers. They actually have not drafted well at that position. Christian Kirk, he's not getting it done. Andy Isabella was a bust. Just keep trading for guys like Nuke Hopkins, and you'll find your wide receivers. I think they need to draft to build this offensive line around Kyler Murray. 
Well said. So that's the Chargers, the Vikings, the Pats, and the Cardinals. If you're wondering our next four when we see you all on Monday morning right here at 9 a.m. Eastern time, Las Vegas Raiders, Miami Dolphins, the Washington football team, and the Chicago Bears. So that's the opinion of all of our experts. You heard Key and our expert Matt Miller weigh in. In the spirit of things, Alan Hahn was waiting patiently. He was scouting Gavoni's NBA draft prospect list because that, that's he's getting ready for I'm that. Although, well, no, for the first time in a long time, it's not as important to me. Although if Dallas continues to drop, maybe it would be. But two things, two two observations. Think? The first one is Matt Miller and the pocket square. Well done, my man. Well done. Thank you. You don't have the tie, at least the pocket square, and then it tidies you up. So that's right. a perfect look. And I also like the fold. You go with the triangle. So we break down everything here. The other one is is, is John Gambadoro Gambo is somebody that – and I don't care if he ever was around the Jets back then, but he's from New York. You know, yeah, he, yeah, he, I know. He, he, and har- I, he harasses me on Twitter. Yeah, he and I used to uh, work together actually at Newsday <laughs> way back in the day, and I just had to laugh that the way he said the name was, you know, Baratucka. You know, like, like you've been in Arizona, Gambo, for at least now. 25 years, yeah, and that accent has not left him, which I, I, I salute him for that. We did say we have some calls. We want to get Matt Miller's opinion on some things. By the way, Mel Kuyper Jr. is going to be with us again on Monday, so Mel went rapid fire answering questions. Questions from you, put it 2021-wise, it was like a Reddit AMA. Ask Mel anything, <laughs> ask Matt anything. You can do it right now, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go to ladies' night, ladies' morning. Melissa in Michigan, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you have for Matt or Key? Hey, guys, how are you? Good, hey. what's up? Um, so I was telling, I mean, this goes way back cause I've been on hold for an hour. So. Oh, sorry. Thank you for holding though. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, that's okay. I know it means a lot to me. So I'm just, uh, I'm a veterinarian, so I'm just, you know, examining animals and pre-medding them for surgery while I wait. So, um, just a couple things. First one, um, it was a while ago. Um, someone was saying that Mac Jones isn't dynamic and I'm not necessarily an Alabama fan. I'm not actually, but anyway, um, I was thinking that. You know, how many people would describe Tom Brady as dynamic? You know, like he's amazing at what he does and all that. But like, I just, you know, that's not the first word that pops into your head for a guy that stands in the pocket and throws and doesn't make a lot of, you know, crazy. I mean, that would dynamic would be, you know, more like. Um, Patrick Mahomes or something like that. Well, I'll tell you what, Melissa, first of all, it was me that that said it. It was Alan, me that said it. And and second of all, thank you for being a veterinarian. I I have owned dogs my whole life, so it's a big deal to me to have a good vet and somebody that cares about animals. But uh, along with that, though, you understand what I was trying to say is that when you compare him to the other quarterbacks in the draft, that's why – because the question was, why why aren't people excited? Why aren't people excited about Mac Jones? And I said, well, because – he just does everything good, and that's not necessarily a bad right. thing. Now, the comparison to Tom Brady, however, is that Tom Brady was a six-round pick. You know, this is a first-round pick. Well, that's what it, and, it, you know, Tom Brady didn't right. step into the league and just become a, you know, what he became. It took a couple of years and then a, an opportunity that no one expected for him to turn into what he turned into. So, But that's what I was saying. When you compare him to the other quarterbacks in this draft, he pales in comparison dynamic-wise. That's all I meant. And on top of that – Doesn't I, mean he's not good. I totally get that. And on top of that, Melissa, yeah. the league is different now than when Tom Brady came into the league. There's only about – Yep. three Tom Brady types that are still playing quarterback in the NFL. And that would be like Tom Brady himself, Joe Flacco as a backup, and then find me another guy. Who would be a Tom? Maybe Jared Goff. And that's pretty much it. Mm. Everybody else 
has a certain skill set that will allow them to get out of harm's way when it starts to go south. Matt, you on board with that? Yeah, I agree with that. I think I'm a big fan of analogies. Mac Jones is a minivan. It's not sexy, but he's going to get the job done, right? He might not be. He might not be proud of it on Thursday, April 29th, when that's what your team is driving home. But it's you know what? He's going to get you from A to B. You can put all the kids from the neighborhood in there. And again, it's your neighbor's not going to be jealous, but he might be the most efficient quarterback in this draft. So, no, he's not dynamic in terms of his athleticism or arm strength. I think he's a dynamic processor. You know, you talk to scouts about how well he's interviewed, how smart he is. Those aren't the things that show up on on paper necessarily, but there are a lot of benefits to Mac Jones. I feel personally, I feel badly about this, that as we try to explain, he's ranked 25 on my board, he's going to be drafted three. When we try to explain that, we almost have to knock him to say, well, this is why there's the discrepancy. He brings a lot of good things to the table, and if the 49ers draft him, like most of us think they will, He's a great fit for that offense. Yeah, it almost feels like it's time for the Honda halftime report or the Toyota halftime report at this particular <laughs> right. point. Corey's in Charlotte. You're on ESPN Radio. What do you have for the fellas here draft-wise? Uh, thanks for having my call. Uh, this is for uh, Keyshawn and Matt. Um, say that Justin Fields does fall, and let's say and he's in Carolina and sitting there. Uh, if you were Bill Belichick, what would you give up to trade that spot to pick up Justin Fields? I wouldn't give up anything. I, I wouldn't. I mean, I look, if I go off the history of Bill Belichick and the people that Bill Belichick has coached with, for whatever reason it is, they don't value, outside of Drew Bledsoe, that kind of regime, crew, tree, don't value the quarterback position way up there in the draft because they are coaches that feel they can develop players. That's what they do. They're, they coach players. They're not like trying to get a ready-made quarterback that everybody thinks they should draft. And they've shown me that throughout the history of him coaching. Yeah. I think the, the price to move up would be a future one though. Like if they wanted to, if they're like, okay, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to move up to get Justin Fields. That's at least your 2022 first round pick. Yes. At least that. And I think one thing that we haven't had time to really get in depth about with this draft class is that next year's draft is already being viewed as the one you want to have picks in because there will be more players. There will be a more complete evaluation process. And while it doesn't look as good at quarterback, it looks really good at every other position. So, I mean, I've talked to teams already. They're like, you know, day three of this year's draft, I think we'll see a lot of teams just trying to punt to next year, basically. Josh in Milwaukee, you're on ESPN Radio. What you got for Key Allen and Matt? He was going to ask about the Packers draft, but let's go to uh, let's go to Jason in San Diego up early on a Friday morning. Good morning, Jason. Or not. So, Jason, no Jason. <laughs> Jason? No, nah. Jason. I think our phone lines are down. Did we pay the bills? No, it uh, looks like we have somebody on the way here. We have Griffin in Connecticut. All right, Griffin, bail us out. What do you got? Um, I'm a diehard Saint fan. Um, I'm wondering what should my Saints do with the first pick? Should we get somebody to help us on our defensive side, or should we grab a wide receiver? Um, in the first round or maybe in the second round, like we've done the last couple of years, grabbing like a Taquan Smith or something to help 
just uh, Jameis Winston. Okay, they're at 28 overall, Key. 28th pick in the first round. I think, Matt, I think they can go either way, right? The defensive side or a receiver yeah. because when you think about Emmanuel Sanders is no longer there. He's in Buffalo. Michael Thomas is there really there. Really the long ranger on that side of the ball right, right. now. I mean, Smith, Quaquan Smith is still young, still learning how to play the position. I think adding a guy at the receiver spot could be beneficial to them. I think so as well. Michael Thomas needs a sidekick, but also a corner. We'll have to wait and see what happens with Marshawn Lattimore, how much longer. I mean, if he's going to be there long term, there's been some stuff off the field that has to be answered. So I think corner, if somebody falls like a Greg Newsom from Northwestern, I don't think Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech falls that far, but I would be very interested in someone like Rashad Bateman or Terrace Marshall from LSU at receiver if they're on the board there to try to give Jameis or Taysom, whoever's playing quarterback, if they're both back there, try to give whoever's throwing the ball a little bit more help. Oh, I love this. We're going international. I want to see your, I want to test your football chops because this league has been in the storylines just a little bit earlier in the week. Christopher in Nova Scotia is joining us this morning on ESPN Radio. What do you have? So international. First of all, great to be on the KJZ uh, draft, the mock draft. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. I've been called worse. So Canadian. <laughs> what do you have? So that's Canadian. That's respectful. Uh, look, Very I'm Canadian. just wondering, wondering who now, future of the CFL, XFL, which one of your quarterbacks uh, down there in uh, America is going to potentially end up in the CFL, you think, in three years? How about that? The CFL's has delayed the start of their season. I'm sure everybody is. this a current quarterback on the <laughs> roster? Is this somebody in college or somebody still trying to get back in the NFL? Could be anybody. Right? It's a two-way thing. You saw Warren Moon go from one to the other, but no, you've seen plenty of guys trying to reclaim their career going the other way. Uh, it's a good question. It's a really good question because there's always, there's always somebody. No, yeah, there's always yeah. somebody. Now, a guy that I would say could be a candidate, but knowing his personality probably won't, mm-hmm. would be Josh Rosen. Yeah, Josh Rosen. You know what I mean? Candidate. That's a good one. But but good but, but yeah. personality wise, I don't see him saying I need to go play in Canada or somewhere else because you know he just doesn't have that personality about him. It's almost like if it's not working here, forget it. But that's a guy that you would think but, could be could end up. But there. that speaks to what I was saying about those statue quarterbacks in this league right now. And there's only like two or three of them, and he would fall in line. And he wouldn't work and in, he in the CFL work in because the CFL doesn't. Yeah, your statue I, quarterbacks don't work in the CFL. I think Cardell Jones, if he still yeah. wants to play, Cardell Jones, if he still wants to play. Wants to show he can. And mm. show he can play. Because remember, he was in the A, what is it, AFF or AAF? AAF. Alliance AAF. of American what Football. Yeah, about, he was in that. What about Haskins? No, because he, he'll be Pittsburgh's quarterback. I'm confident in that. Really? I'm confident. As bad as he looked and, and the issues yeah, but, he had in Washington, you think yeah, that that's but, a given? But the respect level with Mike Tomlin, same agent, hmm. they picked him up to see what he is. Remember, two years ago, he was a 15th pick or something like that, right? Oh, I know. And, it didn't, and mean so, he, didn't mean he was worth it, though. Yeah, but. Josh Rosen was a top he, 10 pick. He was given an opportunity, and he did show at times he could throw the football. I got Not an, only I got to the other one. team. I got another but one. to his team as well. <laughs> I got the another one. Team. You want you want another one? Yeah, Jared Stidham. Yeah, no, he's an NFL guy. You think he's just going to bounce around yeah, as a backup? Ba- yeah, absolutely. He's be another Johnny backup? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Why? Because he he can make money and he'll get an opportunity to become a starter eventually one day. Think about it. All these quarterbacks that are number two type guys, they eventually become get an opportunity as a starter somewhere. Now, whether it finishes that way, think about Brian Hoyer. Brian Hurry became a starter in Cleveland oh eventually. Yeah, yeah. Right? Glennon became a starter in Tampa eventually. And, and got paid. And got paid. In Chicago, he's supposed to be the starter. 
And so they all get opportunities to start. Fair. Last one here. I love the uh, question, though. Yes, back to America. Jingoistic. <laughs> back to America. Right. All right? America, love it or leave it. Rich is in Las Vegas, Nevada, and he's on ESPN Radio this morning. Uh, Raiders. Oh, hey. <laughs> How did you guys know? Uh, yeah, I'm a diehard Raiders fan, guys. Uh, Key, I, I got to go to Nevada State. Um, it's, a, it's an honor just to be even on, a, on, on the show here with you, man. I've followed you ever since you were in USC. Appreciate you. Um, uh, but um, uh, with me being a diehard Raider fans guy, uh, Raider fan, do you guys think that uh, Mike Mayock and John Gritton are feeling the pressure this year? They've had a couple, well, couple years now that they've made a little bit of a splash. Maybe they got in a couple good players in the draft, but uh, nothing really major. Do you think this year there might be the year that they get more aggressive and try to get like a uh, Devin White or something like that, get a get an alpha dog um, in the defense, or maybe get a one of the top line O line guys? What do you guys think? You know, Matt, I. I, I... I don't even know what to point to the Raiders because every single year they draft somebody that make me go, huh? <laughs> mm. Only one is Jacobs is the only one. Where I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But whether it was Colton Miller from UCLA several years ago, I'm like, huh? Whether it was a feral kid out of Clemson, huh? Well, it just, it's just like every year you sit there and you go, why are they drafting these players? What are they seeing? But yep. maybe they know more than me. Well, no I don't think they do exactly. because those players that you pointed out haven't been great. Right. Like, I mean, Colt Miller has been good, but Cleveland Furl has not been good. Uh, Damon Arnett, who they took last year, he was my number 100 overall player. They took him at 19, 18. <laughs> he hasn't. It was a rookie year, but he hasn't been good. So I think and I've talked to scouts about this because no, there's no pressure because they're on 10 year deals. They're fine. Right. But I do think that the scouts around the league and other general managers have said that they don't know what they want. Like they almost have like personnel ADD is how I saw one person put it <laughs> is that they just bounce from like, Oh, we want to do this or we want to do that. Or now we have to stop Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Let's panic in. You know, we're going to go this route. And even in like the move to cut Maurice Hurst, a lot of people question that move. And so yeah. I look at them, they have to go middle of the field on defense still because they still don't have an answer there. So before they go right tackle or center, which that, that was a, a shocking move as well to move on from their center, Rodney Hudson, so they're a team that there's there's really no direction. You don't know where they're going right now. Henry Ruggs was a shocker. I mean, it just, Darius Hayward. I mean, you can go back and back and back and back. So right. yes. Yeah. So we're, also, we're waiting for the playoffs to return. John Gruden has not been to the playoffs in turn two with the what Raiders. Is it, four years now. Yeah, this will be entering yes. his fourth year, no playoffs. But as Matt said, mm-hmm. when you have a ten-year, hundred million dollar deal. The pressure doesn't seem to be on. The pressure might be on Mark Davis to keep explaining why he gave Gruden a 10-year, $100 million contract. Great to have Matt here. You can obviously catch all of his work across ESPN's platforms. And Matt's colleague Mel will be here on Monday as the KJZ mock draft continues. Matt, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate the insight. You bet, guys. Thank you. That's Matt Miller. You can check him out. And we'll be talking nonstop draft from now until Thursday. On the way, nonstop Dodger talk. For key nonstop Laker talk, Anthony Davis was back, and baseball's best rivalry in the National League was back last night. We'll get into all of that and more after Key has this from Goodyear. Not a rivalry, but anyway. (laughs) It's time for some straight talk. Sure, saving money feels good, but cutting your wireless bill in half, that feels really good. Like a walk-off home run in the ninth inning, something the Yankees don't do very often. Okay, maybe not that good, but pretty darn good. With Straight Talk, you can get 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than other guys. Plus, no contract, all on America's best networks. Why pay a whole lot when you can pay half? Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 
Coming up this morning with Greeny, Ohio State head football coach Ryan Day, as our coverage of the NFL draft continues. Ryan Day with Greeny, this morning at 1130 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Luca in the jump circle against Caruso. A screen by Hardaway. Caruso fights over the screen. Shot clock at seven. To his right. Step out. Drummond finds Carly Stein. Right to Hardaway. Right corner. Finney Smith three-pointer with two minutes remaining. And the Mavericks go up 113 to 106. As heard on ESPN 103.3 last night, 115-100 was the final. AD's return spoiled for the Lakers. He had missed 30 games, 10 weeks of action, had that Ankle injury, the calf injury has been dealing with quite a bit. You'll see these two teams again tomorrow night, Saturday primetime on ABC and on ESPN Radio. Most of these ESPN Radio stations' coverage starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Lakers sitting just two and a half games ahead of the Mavericks in the West. The Mavs in that all-important seven spot to get them into the play-in tournament. Seven, eight, nine, ten will make it in each conference. From the L.A. Lakers to the L.A. Dodgers, Padres over Think Blue last night, 3-2. It's another series between the two. Dodgers took two of three. We keep talking about L.A. teams losing. <laughs> That's true, Key, but you did get a couple championships last year. You can I'm, take this I, Friday morning. Right? This, this to right my right, now. I left. Boring. I don't even pay attention to him. Padres the won new last city night. is New York. That's where the winning's going to start happening. <laughs> the Knicks are on fire. The Knicks are on fire, as Allen would know. Sunday Night Baseball is when the series will wrap on ESPN. Big interview on Sunday Night Baseball. We'll tell you about with one of the Padres' big offseason acquisitions in just a second. Before we get to Sunday Night Baseball, we got a little Saturday. We got busy stuff. We got Lakers, Mavericks, we got Baseball Sunday, and then UFC on Saturday night. It's UFC 261 on ESPN. Plus, Kamaro Usman and Jorge Masvidal will go at it for the welterweight title. 15,000 fans are expected indoors in Jacksonville, Florida, where this event will take place. Daniel Cormier joined us in hour number three of the show. You can check out his analysis of the big fight wherever you get the KJZ podcast. And Sports Center is presented by Progressive Insurance, offering coverage options as unique as your business. Progressive covers companies of many sizes and specialties. Learn more at progressivecommercial.com. 
I don't know how rivalries start. In the air to deep right field. To overstay at home play, I just took exception to that. Oh, we got the chirping going on. Going back, Bellinger. Wait, and he made the grab. Tepper's flaring. When he hit his home run through the bat and we take one away, we can celebrate too. Mookie Magic! Two really good teams don't like each other. That's what baseball should be. Oh, they're going to talk. Padres got better. I think we got better, and it should be a fun one. This season series is off to a bang. Boy, does baseball need something like this, and they got it. If you're the Padres, hey, man, they spent money for Machado, 300 mil. They spent money for Tatis, more than 300 mil. On back-to-back days in the offseason. Can't buy championships. (laughs) Says the resident Dodger fan. They pick up Snell and you. Darvish. We we most of our players are homegrown. No, I'm just saying over the course of time, Who's the your Dodgers best have been one of the most high spending clubs. Who's, our in best all Who's your best player? Who's your best you need to think about it? No, we Mookie. traded for Mookie. We traded for And how Mookie did you best. get it? And, and then we uh, then yes. based on his play, mm. we extended him an offer to maintain his services and you for the got future. him because the team didn't want to pay him. Well, so you no, got him. it wasn't that the team didn't want to yeah, pay they him. They didn't want to pay him. He decided he didn't want to be there and accept what they wanted to give him. There's a difference there, Alan. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yep, and they gave Trevor Bauer $40 million. There's a lot of things to dig into with this series. But, of course, it's a rivalry only if <laughs> yes, both teams can absolutely. live up to it. Absolutely, and outside of one game, on. one player in the rotation, they're all homegrown. They came from our farm league. Don't get me started on my Dodgers. Let's Kershaw go. and Bueller and all of them. Yes. Clinton uh-huh. Yates from the Undefeated is all over this series. You can tune into the NL Battle Sunday. Dodgers, Padres coverage on Sunday Night Baseball begins at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, ESPN Radio, and, of course, on the ESPN app, 7 p.m. on ESPN with Baseball Tonight. And before the game, Clinton is going to conduct an interview or has, and you'll see it with the Cy Young Award winner, Blake Snell, as I mentioned, one of their huge off-season pickups. So look forward to his interview with Snell, and then we'll go in the fourth of four between the Padres and the Dodgers in this particular series. All right, Clinton, I sort of mentioned it. You know, I, it, I guess it's a rivalry just because it's been chippy and snippy, but is this really a rivalry considering where Keys Dodgers are and where the Padres are trying to get to? Yes, I am not one of those old men in old manistan who believes that you have to have a ring in order to make a difference <laughs> in a rivalry. If Trent Grisham is getting under Dave Roberts' skin last season, you know that they care. Marcus Lynn Betts, the best player on the team, Keyshawn, he makes a grab last series to end the ball game, gets up beating his chest because they matter. it matters that much. Let me tell you something, okay? The objects in the NL West mirror are closer than they appear for the Dodgers, and the pods are the ones that are bearing down on them and they're trying to run them off the road. The Dodgers have scored 10 runs in five games, and they just got handed their first home loss. Come on, son. Come on, Key. The pods are for real. It's okay. I, I know how you feel about the Dodgers. I, I, we've had this conversation when the Nats took on the Dodgers. I get it. We have. I understand that you're a Nats guy, and, you know, you have a certain feeling about the Dodgers. The Dodgers are sitting at 14-5 and five with the best record, I believe, and probably the yes. best roster in baseball in most people, including yes. yourself, believe that the Dodgers are going to probably win the World Series again. So how could the Padres yeah. be close, let alone be a rivalry? 
Are you watching the baseball key? Right. I mean, these guys are coming out of the dugout over whiffed bunts and so on and so forth. Like, it's yes. not necessarily about what's on the wall. We're not here to discuss whether or not the Dodgers are one of the most tremendous franchises in MLB history. We know that. But the point is, they've run the table in the NL West for years, literally, and the Dodgers, excuse me, the Padres, finally get it together. Listen, if you're a baseball fan writ large, this is a good thing. Tatis is a heck of a player. They got all sorts of dudes in their rotation. Blake Snell is the guy that we just talked about. There's nothing wrong with the Padres being good. I know it makes y'all nervous in Los Angeles out there, Key. You know what I'm saying? But my point is, is that this is a good thing for baseball overall. Every single game in this series should be nationally televised because it's playoff intensity from T1. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Clinton, Clinton, see, this is the thing. This is where you know that you got him. This is where you know this is a rivalry because you said it, and how triggered did Key get about it? Right, like he's trying because to dismiss it's man- it because it's manufactured no, it's not. based on it's their ev- personalities. Watch the games; it's not. It's their personalities getting under the skin of the, some of the Dodger players because we like cool, we chilling, but they over there chirping, so we gotta say something. We and can't that creates sit a back. Rivalry. We can't sit back and just be chilling. Bully. I didn't you know. see Clayton Kershaw chilling. Uh-huh. Well, because <laughs> uh-huh. pointing at people yeah. and because the they started running their mouth. They started running Tell their mouth. Them. If they just that lay low, baseball. if they if they lay low, but they're not going to lay low because Tatis and Machado and them got personalities. They got a little personalities over there. And then yep. you still got the Machado was a Dodger at once upon a time. So was you, Darvish. So it's manufactured is all I'm saying. It's just a manufactured rivalry. It, it, it's a team that's coming for you. That's what it is. They're man, coming for on, you. And that's, that's yeah, Arizona was coming for us once upon a time. Colorado was coming for us. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, man. Did they have the star that. power that, that the Padres okay. had? That is, certainly, that is certainly the difference. By the way, Clint, did you happen to see the Call of Duty Warzone trailer? Did you catch it? Bro, can we talk about that real quick? First of all, what is Thugger doing in that? Mookie's out there. Mookie saves. How about this? Mookie saves Dennis Schroeder from a grenade by taking a bazooka and hitting it out of the park. Like, what the hell was that? Like, But that shows you why I asked this is because CC Sabathia last fall said that he thinks that Betts – has surpassed Mike Trout as the star, right, as the star uh, of baseball. Yeah. Now, Trout's gotten off to a great start this season. But, I mean, can that, can that be true? I mean, is that happening out there? Like, is, it, is that the belief? Because I don't think Mike Trout has a big enough personality to, to, to be the face of baseball. Betts is starting to become that guy. I think so, because here's the deal. Key to your point, yes. championship metal matters. And as far as I'm concerned, Mookie Betts is a guy, it makes a difference. If every time the playoffs start, you're sitting at home watching him on the couch like I do sometimes if I'm not at the park, what difference does it make how great you are? And I'm not saying that Trout's a bad player, not remotely. The guy has got one of the most incredible skill sets I've seen in the history of my life. But the point is, is that if I'm operating on the playground pick level, I'm picking Mookie because what he brings to the yep. table, I feel like, makes me more of a winner. Yep. He runs the bases incredibly well. His fielding is tremendous and you know that he's going to have clutch pop when you need it it's not about to me putting one guy down versus putting one, another guy up but for me if i'm trying to win a daggone world series i'm picking mookie Betts. and mm-hmm. guess what that's what the dodgers did and it worked out he's worth every single dollar they paid i'm just saying agree. i'm just saying you know key said it last year during the world series <laughs> run people thought i was crazy right a reminder mike trout has never won a playoff series in Amazing. his incredible career but as alan mentioned he's off to Correct. an incredible start mm-hmm. this year again you can check out Clinton's interview with the incredible Blake Snell before Sunday Night Baseball, Dodgers-Padres. You'll see it on baseball tonight, and you can listen to the game on ESPN Radio. Part two, or round two, I guess we should say, of this four-round fight is tonight. Clinton, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. All right, my brother. Anytime, guys.
That's Clinton Yates. You can check him out this weekend as baseball's newest rivalry gets going Jeez, again. Okay, stress that. <laughs> rivalry in quotes. Oh, rivalry. Speaking of L.A., the Lakers are hoping A.D. can get in the zone on Saturday night against the Mavericks on ABC and on ESPN Radio. Get in the Zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the Zone. AutoZone. On the way, take it or shake it, with something from Steph Curry. You've just got to hear after he has this from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for their spring break deals on lawn and garden battery tools, brake kits, and more. Kick off the season right with fresh batteries from your lawn and garden gear. For a limited time, purchase any Superstart lawn and garden battery and get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Don't miss out on savings. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. John in Oklahoma, we got to run. What you got? Jay, he's one of my favorite point guards watching college. Key. Thanks, Great, man. consistent career. Saw it with my Cowboys, luckily. It was safeties, not seagulls. When you went over the middle or you wouldn't have got 800 catches. Zubin, great personality. Great job of leading the show. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ev's about to roll with Take It or Shake It, but uh, let me give you a quick take it. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Actually, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on Monday. Take it. It's actually going to happen. Take yeah. it. Alan Hahn, you can hear him again later today on his show. I Barton hope Jay's Hahn, feeling better. Noon Eastern. His After, wife had the baby. Though. Yeah, but I hope he's feeling better. <laughs> and just a reminder, Greeny, today. Better guest than Ryan Day, less than a week from the draft. Greeny with Ryan Day a little bit later on most of these ESPN radio stations. Greeny's up at the top of the hour. All right, Evan, let's do it. Yeah, special theme to uh, Take It or Shake It today, which is brought to you by Granger. We're going to hear some sound, and you guys are going to react to it. Let's first hear from Pete Alonzo, the first baseman of the Mets. Well, getting swept feels like uh, feels like eating a sandwich, to be honest with you. Um, but, I mean, it's, it is what it is, and we have to go home and, and really – and really focus on on one day at a time, and we we can't necessarily think get too ahead of ourselves. So getting swept is like eating a poop sandwich. Take it, shake it, because I I don't know anything about oh, that. Oh, no, I'm here, sorry. Oh, I just oh, here, now we're gonna do this. I, 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 and I've never been now swept, so I don't know that feeling. They got swept by the Cubs. They got the Nats tonight. I will take it, and it's a cold assessment. From a guy known as the Polar Bear. Ev? Oh, well done. Oh, speaking of the Mets, tune into an NL East battle tomorrow as the Mets host the Nationals. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. 
Speaking Here's, of bests, Alonzo better than Aaron Judge. Take it or shake it. Take it. <laughs> take right it. now? Take yes. it. Take it. Great energy, guys. Thanks. It's Appreciate baseball. That. We just see it. It's baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That is a baseball response. All right, guys. Here's Steph Curry on the Rex Chapman Show podcast on if he's the MVP. Real quick. Are you the MVP this year? I mean, I got to be. I got to be. Okay. All right. I, pr- I probably it. won't get it, but I, get, I mean, whatever. Take it or shake it. Steph Curry's got to be the NBA MVP. Shake it. Take it. Take it. What? I just his, his, that streak he was on was crazy, and he might before the end of the season is over with, he might start a nice little mini streak again. You just never know with him. Take it, and only because this is a side of Steph we haven't seen before. They're a scuffling team. He's been very vocal to his teammates after games. He's yes. shown some braggadocio, which I haven't seen. I like this new side of Steph. I kind of like it. It's been brought out of him in the worst of seasons, but I like it. But and, and gotta be, gotta be. After well, a, a, a nice 11-game nice stretch, that's disrespecting a guy that for most of the season has dominated the league in Joel Embiid like, and also Nikola Jokic. He just Jokic. seemed like he just carrying, I don't know, man. It just seemed like he carrying the that's team. great. Where was this, you know, in December and January? You gotta be MVP of a whole season. Fair. It's, everything you're saying is fair. Embiid is right there. Uh, Jokic. Uh, Jokic is right there. I mean, they're all right there. But he is just like doing something that we've never seen. Yeah, we got to see a throwback. This is hot tub time machine Steph Curry (laughs) for about, you know, a a month's time. And that's nice, but it's not a whole season. More sound, Dev? What do we have? Yeah, so the uh, Zurich Classic in New Orleans, it's teams for golf. Here's the team of Scotty Scheffler and Bubba Watson on how they became a team. How did you guys become a team? Um, Bubba asked like eight or nine guys. And then he, they all said no, and they waited for me. And then I waited about four or five days, texted a few guys, and no one responded. And so I, I said yes. I, um, we, uh, that is pretty much it. Sounds like how I met my wife, guys. Scotty Scheffler's wow. honesty, take it or shake it. Take it. Take it. Shake it. I'll take it. For those that watch golf, Bubba's a, he's beloved by fans, two-time Masters champion, the yes. pink driver, the this, that, the Dukes yeah. of Hazard car. People love him. Well, but within the tour, yeah. I don't think he's as beloved. It's kind of like Mickelson, not as beloved by the players as he is the fans at large. So, so nine guys said no, which is hilarious. <laughs> sure. It's also how I end up on this show, either as a second host or as a guest to talk NBA. <laughs> we run sort of like out of people. Five or six people say they can't make it, and then Evan just calls me, hey, you got five minutes, can you come on? <laughs> and Alan is on all of our emails where we brainstorm the NBA idea, so he knows we cannot lie to him. <laughs> also, I should clarify, I was Bubba Watson in, the, um, in that relationship with my wife. All right, guys, last one. Wow. Field Yates looks like a number 38. Take it or shake it. Do we have a? Do we have like a graphic or anything? Take it, take it if you see it. There it is. Absolutely wow, absolutely looks like a number thirty-eight. Wow. That is definitely twice that's a day. Yeah, that's that is Fields. Fields? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's definitely Fields Yates at Wesleyan College. Yeah, he loved being in the Look gym. Look at him. He looks, looks like a jawline. number thirty-eight. Yeah, that's a fullback who loves to block. That's yeah, that's yeah. the look right now. What right? do you want to go do, man? You want to go eat? Let's go eat. We can go eat. Gonna crush some beers. Yeah, we're gonna crush a few beers and go party tonight. Thirty-eight, the pant size on this. I mean, what, like he's a skinny, good-looking dude. I mean, like I can't. This is amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of protein it's shakes. Photoshop? It's a lot of protein it's shakes. Twenty twenty-one. You never know. Well, I don't want to get into what it is, but. <laughs> All right, guys, take, take It or Shake is brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call, click, Granger.com slash safety or just stop by. So here we go. We're ready for the weekend. You got your Lakers tomorrow key in a huge spot 
against the Mavericks. Again, again, there's just a two-and-a-half game difference, as Allen has mentioned, between where the Lakers sit at five and the seven spot, seven, eight, nine, ten in the play-in tournament. Dodgers again tonight, Saturday, Sunday. So you're, you're set for the weekend. Uh, pretty much. I think I'm set for the weekend as far as the Lakers and the Dodgers go. I think so. I think on the, on the mound tonight is Kershaw. Um, so, I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm set. I guess I can say I'm set. We, got, we, we can actually get some Knicks talk in here in the final minute if you want. We've no, been asking for it all well, show. Yeah, Saturday afternoon, <laughs> Knicks going for nine straight wins against the Raptors, and they can continue to get closer to clinching a playoff berth. And there's a long West Coast trip coming up. I don't know if you know this, Key, but they're playing both L.A. teams in this trip that was considered daunting. But this homestand's been so good, that West Coast trip might be just to, uh, you, know, you know, get some sun and fun. But you know how that happens when you fly out west for the West Coast trips. That's not good, especially when you have to stay over. That, it's like going to Miami. Oh, I get it's it. Not a, I get it. Especially things slowing down and opening up, and they can move around a little bit. How do we feel about this, again, 15,000 people in Tampa? With, with at the UFC of at the 261. I mean, it, it's it's good to see us starting to get back to normal. But how comfortable are we about this? I'm not. I mean, I guess if I would you go? How about that? Would you go if somebody said, "Come on, let's go to this thing"? Would you go? I would go. You and would. the reason I would go is because I'm vaccinated. So that's why all I would right, go. All right, that's fair. All but right, that's if fair. I was not, okay, fair. Hell no, <laughs> I would be nowhere near 15,000 people until the people with the white suits with the pins in the ear. With the, or the pins in the pocket, tell me it's okay to go. Zubin, how about you? Keep in mind, six days ago, 45,000 people. This is outside, but 45,000 people were at the Alabama spring game. But as you know, Alan, if there's any organization in sports that was going to be the first outside, to do this. Outside, it don't matter. Mm. 45,000 people, there's a lot of damn people. Anywhere. Yeah. But if there's one organization that was going to buck the trend and do it, oh, yeah. you knew it would be the UFC. You can check out Alan Barton Han, Noon Eastern, Thanks, ESPN man. Radio, ESPN Plus. Jay back with the crew on Monday. Have a great weekend. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.